um, just, just, just his way, his spirit. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's like none other. And uh, somehow, some way, he was going to figure this thing out for us. And you said it. We're in, the, in that that situation at the end of the ball game. It's third and fourteen. Uh, you don't really anticipate making that. Uh, so, mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, he was going to find a way to get it done. And uh, you know, I thought he did it throughout the ball game. I thought he was outstanding. You know, made the big plays when they were there. Made a lot of little plays in the game. You know, didn't really make any critical errors in the game. And, and obviously, showed up throwing it and running it throughout at the critical moments. What were your thoughts on Zeke tonight? He was outstanding. Uh, Again, a really good defense, a really good run defense. Hard to run against those guys. Uh, Every inch is contested, and uh, he just kept battling. There were some hard, tough runs, some one-yard runs, some two-yard runs. Six, seven, eight guys are hitting him. He just kept coming. He kept coming. You talk about physical toughness. You talk about mental toughness. He embodies that. You talk about a competitive spirit. You talk about a guy who wants it. In the critical moments, boy, he was something else and uh, made some big plays in the ball game, some big runs, but made a lot of dirty runs, a lot of dirty runs throughout the ball game that showed up uh, at the end of the game for us. He's a big-time football player. Tavon Austin and Amari Cooper were huge again tonight. Yeah, you know, Tavon really gave us a shot in the arm, a number of big plays, both in the kicking game you know, and on offense throughout the game, and Coop came up big, t- big time again at the critical moments uh, after, after we got the ball at midfield there to make that big play to get us down in the tight red zone was big for us. And, uh, you know, he, he's a damn good football player. He's done a lot for our team. Uh, Seattle led the league in rushing 160 yards a game. I think they had 73 or so. What did you guys do to slow them down? Well, we take great pride in stopping the run, too. And, uh, you know, it, it's about discipline. Uh, it's about winning your gap. It's about setting edges. It's about tackling. But it's also about physical and mental toughness. And uh, that's a really important part of our football team. I think we've defended the run really well throughout the year. Uh, There are only a couple instances where we we didn't feel really good about how we defend in the run in a ball game. And uh, we take great pride in doing that. We knew they were going to want to run the football a lot of different ways. Somehow, some way, we had to stop it. Uh, We had to be disciplined. We had to be tough. We had to tackle. Though we did that throughout the ball game. Is this as good a job as you've done recently keeping Russell in the pocket when when he was through? Yeah, I mean, talk about a hell of a player. Uh, He's just a great, great football player. And uh, you know, time and time again, you know, he's so dangerous with the ball in his hands, and, and you yes. said it, he can beat you from the pocket, uh, but he also can get out and make those plays, and he made them periodically throughout the ball game. Yeah. You know, it looked like they were struggling a little bit to get things moving, here he goes. He makes a big throw or, or buys some time and makes another play down the field, so he's a great football player, a great competitor. The fact that they didn't have a kicker in the second half, did that change at all your approach knowing that they had to go to four, four downs or score touchdowns every time? Uh, not really. Um, you know, we knew that they'd be in four-down territory. We knew they'd go for two, so we anticipated those situations. Uh, you know, we would have had a decision to make uh, towards the end there about kicking a field goal or, or, or making a four-down territory ourselves, knowing that they would probably have to come back and try to score a touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, it didn't come to that for us. Um, but, you know, you, you try your best to anticipate what they may or may not do based on what they have. We talk every week, it seems like, about Leighton Van Der Esch. How much better can he get? Because every game he gets better and better. Yeah, you know, he's done such a good job transitioning into this league. And you said it, he's around the football a lot. He just makes a ton of plays. And he's a very good tackler. He's got really good instincts for the game, so he gets there. And, uh, you know, time and time again, he was around it, and he made plays. And, you know, Jalen Smith... You know, physical throughout this ball game. Those two guys, 
you know, the presence they've given us in the middle of our defense has been outstanding on top of what our guys up front are doing. You've been in this situation before, 2009, 14, 16, where you've been in this next round, the division round. How do you get past this and move on to the next one? Yeah, you know, we just focus on our team and what this team needs to do. Uh, you know, there are a lot of positive things in this game, but obviously so much we have to clean up. So we'll get back to work on that. Uh, we don't know who the next opponent is. Uh, the biggest thing we have to do is focus on ourselves and do what we need to do to get better. Well, the way this defense is playing right now, Jason, you've got to feel like they're going to keep you in every game regardless of who you play. Well, they did a fantastic job tonight, particularly early in the game. You know, getting those three and outs early uh, I think are so big. And, uh, you know, you're going to find your way on offense in games like this. And, and I thought we did a good job continuing to battle through things and cash in on drives here and there throughout. And certainly towards the end of the ball game, we did a good job, you know, offensively. But the defense was, was really consistent throughout the game. And we talked earlier about stopping the run. That's such a big part of playing good defense. They did make a couple plays in the passing game. We've got to make sure we clean that stuff up. But for the most part, they give us a hell of a chance to win this ball game. Let's talk about that Alan Hearn situation and also some of your injuries you had at receiver happened. Yeah, uh, obviously uh, not a good situation for Allen. Um, you know, he made a big-time play for us, converted a, uh, a first down for us in that situation, but, you know, it's a serious injury that he has. And, uh, you know, it's a challenging situation for players because you're emotionally ready to play, you're going, you're in the flow of a ball game, and that happens. And, and trust me, the guys on our football team care so much about each other and love each other so much, and they see their brother on the field like that, that's not easy. Uh, but you have to regroup. You have to be a professional, and you have to get back to work. And, uh, you know, uh, Allen's in good hands. He's going to come back. He's going to play a lot of football for us in the future. Uh, but I thought our guys responded well to that and just got back to work. What was the nature of the injury that they told you? Uh, I don't want to get into too many details, but uh, uh, it was a significant injury to his lower leg. God, when you look at the, the pass rush and what they were able to do and contain Russell, is this a hard game for those guys because they have to be mindful of so many things with him back there? Yeah, and I think the, the thing that we tried to emphasize all week long is let's not get into a game where we don't rush because we're trying to be so disciplined in our rush and we don't get off and we don't put any pressure on them. Sometimes you see on tape he's just standing back there because everybody's afraid of him getting out. And so we had to rush. We had to get off the ball. We had to put pressure on him. But we also had to have rush discipline. I thought for the most part our guys did that. We kept him in the pocket. We kept him in the well. and made it that much more challenging for him to make some of those plays he's so capable of making. Well, obviously it's going to be 24 hours before you know who you will face. But at this point, you really don't care whether you go to Los Angeles or New Orleans, do you? It's yeah, we don't care. Uh, we're going to focus on us. We've got to clean this game up and then get back to work. Yes. Talk about the day ahead for Chris Richard tomorrow. So you have these inter is he going to be talking with these other yeah, teams? Yeah, we anticipate him in interviewing late in the day tomorrow. Thank you. Thank okay. You. Thank you. Good to see you guys. That's Jason Garrett right here on Jason the Dallas Cowboys Garrett. Radio Network. The Cowboys win 24-22. We're taking your phone calls, your texts, 877-881-1053. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. This here is the... Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. All we got to do is continue to do our thing, right? We've been saying this from day one. We do our thing. We do our thing. We do our thing. That's all we got to do. Everybody was talking about, let's, let, hey, look what the L.A. Rams are doing. Look what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. Look what the, uh, uh, the, the, at that point, look at what the Carolina Panthers are doing. Everybody was saying, okay, yeah, look what they're doing. But all we got to do is do what we need to do. And if we do what we need to do, 
everything else goes into its right perspective places guys you already know that i'm so freaking crunk right now yes might as well get this thing going right we're gonna we're gonna really all we need to do cowboy nation is continue to play our style of football everybody doubted us right for those who jumped ship i remember i recall seeing people i'm going to be a saints fan now you know all that stuff right we heard it <laughs> i heard people saying that i might as well go for the kansas city Chiefs because they throw the ball down the field all this stuff don't matter at all now because we got our team and they can stay with theirs the bandwagon fans you got always good to come back that's all cool <laughs> that's cool we allow you to come back <laughs> we already know about that right let's go cowboy nation we gonna get this thing going let's go I appreciate the cowboy coverage so I don't have to listen to the four-letter stations ever. That's what I'm talking about. That's cold-blooded right there, right? <laughs> yes! They talk bad about us, right? We here! We here! We're not going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Yes, I can't wait to see a first fake, right? <laughs> All of them. They already know how this thing going to go. We already know what we need to do, right? <laughs> we them boys, baby. Yes, we are. Let's go. Like 95. Yes. Skip Bain is going down. Shannon going down. Stephen A. Smith is going down. Ready for it. <laughs> Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Y'all can hear Stephen A. Smith right now. They was robbed. <laughs>
back into 105.3 The Fan. Let's listen to what they got to say. I appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Let's see. Let's see what everybody got to say now. Happen to anyone, whether it's your team or anyone right. else's team. Right. That, that kind of injury can be career ending type stuff. Uh, but hopefully he's in surgery and uh, he's getting those things taken care of. Dislocated knee, possibly, and, and, and who knows about ligament damage and all that kind of stuff. Horrific, horrific injury, man. And I, I, I hope for a speedy, hope and pray for a speedy recovery. Taylor Stern, who you work with on cover four yes. for DallasCowboys.com, tweets As Alan Hearns is carted off the field, Dak went up to him and said, quote, We got it for you. End quote. <clears throat> and they did. Speak it. And he did. Dak Damn. Prescott. Was was he perfect? No. no. But nobody is at right. the quarterback position in the NFL. And, but, but he made the plays when he needed to. The third and 14 run again, that will be a memorable play in Cowboys playoff history. They've got a lot of success in this franchise's history in terms of winning championships. But that play, that moment, this game, what, what, a, what a tremendous game for him and what a tremendous play for Dak Prescott. Well, here's the thing, and, and I know it's cliche. We hear it all the time about, oh, these guys are brothers, and I got my brothers back. But the thing that you don't fail to realize is you spend more time with the players and teammates in the locker room than you do with your natural family. Yes. You're there at 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning, and you're there to about 6 or 7 o'clock at night, sometimes 8 o'clock at night. You travel. You play the games. Training camps is three weeks, a month there. You spend more time with these guys in the locker room than you do with the family that you have at home. Because you think about it. By the time you get home, it's 7, 8 o'clock, Right. You eat, do whatever. It's almost 10. If you got kids, they're in the bed. Your wife or girlfriend, she's in the bed. And you got to do it all over again for a five-month stretch. So you spend a lot of time with these guys. So that brotherhood is formed through these through these, these hours that you put in. So when he says we were family in this locker room, and those guys came out and got a huge, huge playoff victory for themselves and for Alan Hearns. That's Jesse Holly. I'm Ari Temkin. We'll hear Chris Arnold, who's able to catch up with Zeke Elliott after the game. Zeke, 26 carries, 137 yards, and a touchdown added four receptions and 32 yards. Also, Dak Prescott on the way. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Yes, indeed, Cowboy Nation. Everybody, everybody doubted us, but we still may be able to make it out of this situation onto the good graces of the victory. Now, all we got now is three more games. Not five, not six, not four. Three more games. Three more games. All we got to do is figure out a way to win three more games. One game at a time. I don't care whether it's L.A. Rams. I don't care whether it's the New Orleans Saints. We got to play them guys, and we're going to have to shred this thing up. Yes, we're going to have to figure out a way to make this thing happen. Remember, this is war. This is not a game. This is war. And we got to figure out a way to get this thing going one way or another. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Hey, the game is what it was. You know, we find a way to win. We find a way to put the W on the board 10 years from now. They're not going to look at it. The fact that it was only what? 24-22. They're going to look at it like that's a playoff W. <laughs> they're going to look at it from that aspect of it. They're going to say, okay, Cowboy Nation, we we won that game. <laughs> we came through on the clutches in that game. Dak Prescott was able to win that game. Amari Cooper stepped up. My God, number 21, the path of the righteous man, stepped it up. So everybody stepped it up into the mix, and we 
find a way to win the freaking game. <laughs> and those, it feels a whole lot better for those who were with us when we were three and five. When we was three and five, everybody was jumping off the ship. Everybody was saying that this team sucked. This team, this team is trash. We ought to tank. We ought to figure out a way to get a, I guess, another quarterback into this mix. And they failed to realize we continue every Sunday to revamp ourselves, to look at how we can better our best. And we've been doing that. We got hate mail. We got all type of stuff. People talk to us and say, okay, we're delusional. What we supposed to do at this stage, right? <laughs> People thought that it wasn't even possible for us to play yesterday, today, right? <laughs> but we, we took care of business. We took care of what we needed to do. We got this young LVE that I was wrong on. I'm, I must admit, I, I got to admit it. Nobody else would, right? I admit when I'm wrong, everybody else perfect but me, right? <laughs> I admit I was wrong on the kid. Yeah. But when he, man, when he was able to do the things that he needed to do, hey, it is what it is. What it is. Yeah, big D for life. That's what I'm talking about. But let me get this right here. That's for my guy LVE right now. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And uh, we got the Predator. I need to find me a Predator soundtrack for my other guy, Jalen. Because he was flying out to the ball. He did what he needed to do, too. So it was like one of those games. Bam, bam, bam. Hey, Ezekiel Elliott did what he needed to do. The play action the play action plays, they worked. Uh, the play calling still had us still at the edge of our seat. But for us to win in spite of those plays, it means everything. <laughs> so this is what I want. Whether it's the Saints, whether it's the Rams, we're going to come in hard. We're going to get this thing going because we already know that this is already war. This is no time to help nobody up when they're down, right? This is war. And that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I want you guys to be at your same spot that you were this week. And we're going to get this thing going. With his legs. And, and the question will be, because last week it was talked about, well, Dak and Jason Garrett were more involved in the offensive decision-making schematics going into that Giants game. Thought maybe that had carried over into this week. People asking, when will Dak run the football more? Was it Scott Linehan calling for Dak to keep it? Was it <laughs> Dak himself? Those are, those are questions Cowboys fans are now pondering. But a, a, a tremendous performance tonight by Dak Prescott, who we'll hear from in a moment. Yeah, uh, before we get started, shout-out to uh, one of my good friends and our former host of the post-game show, Sean Sharif. He's listening. He was in the attendance tonight. What up, Sean Sharif? What's up, Sean Sharif? Other, other Sean and RJ show right here on 105 Through the Fan. Um, but to answer your question, the thing about Dak, I've come to the conclusion of this way. It's not going to look pretty with him. Just period. I'm done comparing him to what other quarterbacks look like. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. It's, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be inconsistent. It's going to be up and down. That's just who he is as a player now. I, I just truly believe that that's the guy. But, that's, 50, but 50 games in, I mean, these aren't these symptoms of a guy that's just played his 50th career game? That's a lot of games in this league. Like, to play 50 games in this league, we talk about this team being a young team. It's the when, hardest position to play in sports. And that's what I'm saying. But you grow so much right. every snap that you play. So And, and he, he's growing, but you're right. It's... I mean, he, he, he missed Amari Cooper on a, a nine oh, round that, that would have been a touchdown. Think about what Leighton Van Der Esch was Man, let me go ahead 16 weeks ago. Right He's grown yeah. tremendously. Look, this is the thing. 
well, why in the hell Matthew Stafford is not at this level, right? Why, where's where's the playoff win for Matthew Stafford? You know, uh, didn't he have all of the weapons too? Where's all of the love and adulation for those other first-round draft pick uh, quarterbacks? Come on, man. The guy played a good game. Uh, I understand that they were talking about he missed this and he missed that. Were they out there? Were they running the route? All I saw was Amari Cooper catching the ball. I saw... Uh, a nice fade pass to number 13 who who was it is this 13 first year come on now hey if you want to talk about how Dak Prescott plays he plays like he talk on radio you know what I mean he he's consistently on the radio but he he don't sound right he don't sound professional so he play like both of these guys talk that's what I'm talking about Cowboys Nation don't listen too much to what the 5.3 5.3 the fan Ari and uh I guess what you want to call him uh the guy fourth and long it is what it is at this point we know what Dak Prescott limitations are but we also got to look at it from another perspective you got Scott Lennon out there you got Scott Lennon he doing his thing so it is what it is Cowboy Nation all we got to do is take control of what we need to take control of and it's playing one game at a time. This team is designed and built behind Ezekiel, my main man, Elliot. He was having over 200 carries right. at Mississippi right. State. He's a 12, 13 carry guy in college. And college, like he was literally a running back in college. Like he played the quarterback position, but the style of offense that they ran at Mississippi State, he was literally, if 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 Zeke is you know RB one. To compare to what Dak was in college, he'd be RB2. So he was built to take these kind of type of hits and that type of punishment from that position. So, you know, using him more in that type of right. that type of way right. would would be it would make sense. It just You've makes sense. You've often said, you know, him his skill set doesn't exactly align with Jason Garrett's schematics. That's Correct. what you're referring to. Right. Well, the thing is, Jason, this the offense in general, this offense in general. If you look at the bare minimum, the basic forms of the way this number system, Jason Garrett offense is ran, it's built for a pocket passer. Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, Jason Garrett, Wade Wilson, Babe Laufenberg. Like it's built for a guy who's going to stand in the pocket and be able to deliver the ball right. to these these timing routes, these ten yard hitch routes, the bang eight post that Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin made so famous. That's the kind of that's the kind of quarterback that is unique and special for this and made for this offense well Dak Prescott you don't have that he's not that guy he's not that guy who's going to be able to sit in there and deliver the bank eight on the seven step drop so in order for this thing to truly truly just grow and be as big as it possibly can be something has to change there has to be some coaching staff going to learn the new wave of offense go back to Mississippi State go back to Cliff Kingsbury go back to what these young innovative guys and how they're doing it now in the college ranks that are now coming to the NFL ranks to kind of get a mix and match of what you want to be in this offense. Dak Prescott is 50th career start again three seasons 16 games played in all of them played the playoff game his rookie year lost that but this is game number 54 him and he earns a victory and he's won what 13 his rookie year nine last year 10 this year plus this win I mean that's that's a high percentage terms of winning percentage i know they say quarterback wins is kind of a odd stat but the guy wins this was a a gutsy performance by him not just on the ground but in the air 22 of 33 226 yards passing had a touchdown and a pick now the pick very questionable probably some defensive pass interference a little kj Wright maybe got 
there early on Noah Brown. Leads to a pick. Wasn't called. Cowboys do get the benefit. Were the beneficiaries of some calls after the fact. Right. The next, the ensuing drive. I think we can all agree the officiating was questionable at best. Man, we I can't wait for in. It was probably Mickey going to be. And, and the Mickey good part call is, in. Please Cowboys call in, Mickey. made plays to take it out of Brad the official Sam, plans. Somebody, right, come, on. Please sport, come on. In here. Depending on what the name is on the back of the jersey, other way calls goes. When you have an ace pitcher in the in the major leagues, guess what? That corner gets a little bit more wider, right? When you have a slugger right. at the plate, right. his, his strike three gets a little bit more lenient. When you have a guy in the NBA, his foul calls are a little bit different when he's a superstar. And the same thing happens in the NFL. And so when you have guys like Noah Brown running those kind of routes in the red zone, he's not going to get the benefit of the doubt right. because they're not used to seeing that number back there. Guys like Amari Cooper, a guy like Julio Jones, a guy like uh, 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 you know Odell Beckham, when, when, when referees see that kind of play and they don't make the reception, know what they think to themselves? It had to be pass interference. This is Julio Jones. This is Omari Cooper. This is DeAndre Hopkins. They catch these kind of passes. So when the Cowboys get into those red zone areas and they try to, do this, this, they try to trick it up a little bit though. and you try to use guys like Jameez Oluwalu and, and, and Noah Brown, the refs go, he doesn't get that call. He doesn't done enough to, for me to throw that flag for him right now. You know, but when it's the opposite, when you have that superstar running those kind of routes and they don't catch it, the ref goes, Great call. that's Amari Cooper. You know what? Yeah, that, that should have been caught. Here comes the penalty. So you got to kind of just be – you, you got to just know it, it's, it's called KYP. Know your personnel. Know who you're throwing it to. Know the, the down and distance. Know the situation. And know the same thing. The refs, they look at it. They're humans too. They look at it the same way we look at it. And you go, Noah Brown, nah, he, there's no way he didn't get there before that. Yeah, he, just, he just couldn't catch that kind of play. The Seahawks had the number one ranked rushing offense coming into this game. And the Cowboys held them in check. Rashad Penny, who has been a disappointing first-round draft pick for the Seahawks, had uh, four carries for 29 yards, but one of them was 28 yards. So you factor in a 28-yard carry into the total of 73. I mean, take that out. That is just an unbelievably dominant performance for that defense. Russell Wilson had negative eight yes. yards passing in the first quarter. <laughs> negative eight yards passing in the first quarter for Russell Wilson. And the Cowboys, it looked like they 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 just did not take advantage they were it was 3-3 and then they get the ball back after Seattle kicks a field goal and and go right down the field seven plays 75 yards in a minute and score a touchdown with that Michael Gallup touchdown you know those are the kinds of drives and plays throughout this football game that Dak Prescott made um, that that completely were a difference for this team tonight to win this football game and you have to make those kind of plays. When, when you want to be the franchise quarterback, when you want to be the guy with the $100 million quarterback, there, there are times when you're going to have to come up big, even, even despite the play call, even despite when some things don't go right. Those guys who, 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 who garner the $100 million contracts, they make right with coaches sometimes sending in the wrong play. They make right when an offensive lineman misses a block. They make right when things don't always go the way they're supposed to go in any offensive set. So these type of plays you need to see more of from yeah. Dak Prescott, but it just seems like when he gets in the fourth quarter, he makes the right read, he makes the right play, he makes the right call. How good are their linebackers? Leighton Van and Jalen Smith, they were, they were fantastic again. You know, Late in this game, you, you noticed Sean Lee hadn't gotten any snaps. They put him out there for one series. You know, it looked like he got caught up a little bit in that Rashad Penny 20-yard carry, and as soon as that carry happened by Penny, Lee was off the field. <laughs> Van Der Esch was back on the field. So I love Sean Lee as a human, as, as a person, yes. as 
everything. A football player, solid dude. Give him a headset. Give him a headset. Give him a clipboard. Let him be your coach. Those two young guys, man, they are they they are the standard. They are what it is, and they're playing a brand of football that we need right now. In his 50th career game, Jack Prescott gets his go. first win. Finally. And he walks up to the podium. There we go. The Appreciate it. Network. Yes. One more time. What were your emotions as you took the final snap? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, just excitement. Excitement. Uh, we got we got this win. We got this first one. But, um, yeah, I mean, just just pure excitement. Just excitement for uh, for the team. Just the way we got it done through the ups and the downs, and just able to stick it out uh, as we've done all season long. Uh, so it was exciting. What did you see? What were you trying to do on the uh, on the draw play? That's not really designed to get 16 yards. Is it? Uh, I mean, when we call when we call any play, they're all designed to get touchdowns. Uh, we don't necessarily. Oh, this play is a five yard play. So uh, when coach called that play, I mean, I don't know if we we expected it to go 16, but um, everybody just did their job. I got guys got got on a body, blocked, uh, made some blocks, and just allowed me some running space and just able to to get down there uh, close to getting in the end zone. I think Zeke said that you played like a grown-ass man. Uh, do you feel like you played like that, or how did you feel like you played? Uh, I feel like I'm a grown-ass man just in general. So um, <laughs> playing like it or not, uh, I'll take the compliment. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, obviously it felt good tonight. Just uh, everybody worked well together, and we can do that. Uh, it just makes, makes my job easier. When you got flipped over, did you think you were in the end zone? Or? Nah, both of those down there actually knew I, I wasn't in the end zone. Do you feel like, Dak, that now that you've got this playoff win and the way this defense is playing and you get long drives at the end of the game in the fourth quarter when you got to have them and score that this team can go very, very far? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you win championships with defense, and we have a defense like we do uh, that's just able to continue to get stops, make big plays, get turnovers, uh, and then an explosive offense like we do is just a great combination. Uh, and we play well together. We complement each other. Um, and, and we're never out of a game. We just have a great relentless spirit about ourselves, and we're going to keep going. Uh, no matter the success, no matter the adversity, uh, when you have that, uh, you just give yourself a chance week in and week out. Is there any extra emotion to this game or this win for you tonight? No, I really can't say so. I mean, we went into this, this game um, expecting pretty much to do, do what we did, knowing we're playing a great Seattle team, knowing the game was going to uh, serve us some ups and some downs. But... Um, we expected this. We expected to win. So, I mean, as I said, it was, excite it was excitement. I mean, we're in a tournament where you win or go home, and we won, and we're going to go on to the next one. So it's about moving forward now. As big of a feeling as that is in general, how does it feel given the loss in 2016 and just knowing how hard it this is? This 2000, what are we in, 19 now? <laughs> one game at a time, and we're on to the next. There you go. What did you see there? it out for Yeah, I mean, uh, we had a couple of play plays called right there. I was able to get to that play. Um, give Gallup right there pretty much a nine route, just a fade ball. Uh, really just a great catch by him, a great, great patience, something that we've worked on um, numerous of times. I mean, just Listen. over and over, watching film together with the receivers, thinking about our timing, just making sure that they know the timing of that I'm going to give them the ball. Uh, and it just all worked out. He did a great job of, of letting the ball fall in and showing the guy off. Great catch by Mike. Did you check for that? Did you check for that or is that or a bunch of dummy because you're doing a bunch before the snap? Uh, I mean, it's just it. Coach sometimes gives me two plays, and that was the that was the play to go with to me. Yeah. Zach, the first word Zeke Elliott used to describe your performance tonight was legendary. What does that say to you that your team looks at you in that way, or your, your perhaps best teammate looks at you in that way? I mean, uh, I've got. I'm in, I'm in a young career. I mean, I guess I'm three years in. For him to say that, uh, I'll have to tell him not to say that again or wait till later. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a great compliment. It's a guy that 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 was able to come in with together, obviously, and just been through the ups and the downs, 
um, of three seasons now. And what is that? I mean, I want to, I want to, me and this whole team, we want to win it all. Uh, and you can't do that without taking care of the first one. We're just able to do that one tonight. Listen, so, yes. uh, a lot of excitement. But um, my, my goal is bigger than just one playoff win. Talk about the play of Tavon and Coop tonight. Yeah, I mean, they're great. Tavon, obviously, uh, he caught that, that first punt return and made some guys miss. And uh, I said, oh, yeah, he's, he's in his bag, as I like to say, knowing that he's going to, he's going to, He's going to have a night and was able to get that second one. Obviously, bad, bad penalty there, uh, or unfortunate penalty, I should say. Um, but he was just huge. He's a momentum guy, and he just served, served that for us so much tonight. Uh, just great to have him have him back healthy, playing well. Uh, and then just Coop. Coop's doing what he's done all year long since he's been a Cowboy, and we're just so appreciative of him. Uh, and he works hard, and, and it all pays off. But credit him and all the guys. I mean, honestly, offensive line protecting, doing what they did. Uh, Zeke, week in and week out. Um, everybody was just their best version of themselves or a great version of themselves, but uh, we're on to the next. I know it was early in the game, but talk about battling through the, the Hearns injury. One more time. It was early in the game, but talk about the emotions of battling through the Hearns injury. Yeah, I think Hearns is, uh, I mean, just just start Hearns is one of the best teammates uh, I've ever had, and I think anybody on this team would say this. Uh, so when you see a, t a guy like that go down, uh, it hurts. Uh, and just seeing how nasty that was, it hurts a lot. Uh, but you keep him in your mind. You keep him in your mind the whole game, pretty much. And just knowing that that uh, Hearns would be out there, giving his all if he was in there. Hearns one of, is one of our probably, I guess you can say, most underrated players, just from the fact that he can play every position uh, on the field at wide out. I mean, even play the tight end and knows what he's doing. So I was just very, very unfortunate. Uh, but prayers are with him. I uh, know that he's, he's doing pretty well right now. So uh, see him and talk to him soon. Yeah, this, is your, this is your, uh, this is your, your night. But what's been your relationship with um, Russell Wilson over the years? Uh, um, just sort of, yeah, what's been your relationship with him? You, you, you guys have competed hard last few years but what's been your relationship with him either on the field off the field yeah i mean he's a competitor uh hell of a competitor and anytime you play against him that's exactly what you're going to get uh and tonight served no different uh but russ is a guy I've, I've obviously ran into a couple of times uh doing things off the field in the off season uh, and this is a great guy just a, a good guy to to be around um just know that he works hard anytime honestly, a lot of the times i see him is in the off season and we're both training so i mean i uh, just credit the guy just the success he's had in his whole career and just um, in his future. Dak, what can you say about your offensive line? They've gone through a lot as far as injuries and stuff throughout the year. Zeke ran for 100 yards. The protection for you today, what can you say about them? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're uh, I mean, the epitome of this whole team, I guess you could say, of just being able to fill in for, for, uh, for a guy when a guy goes down. Uh, you, you have a lineman that pretty much um, Loses loses a spot mid midway through the season and then come back tonight and plays probably one of his best games uh, in Connor. So I mean, um, just just a great great group that that sticks together. Um, anytime you're around the facility, if you see one of them, you see all of them. Uh, so just obviously that camaraderie, just how tight they are, uh, and they're, they're pretty much the heart and soul of this team. You have a preference, uh, Rams or Saints, and will you be watching that game tomorrow afternoon to decide where you? Which way y'all going? Yeah, of course I'll watch that game tomorrow, but I uh, don't really care who's next. Just ready to uh, to figure that out and get on to preparation and getting ready for the next game. Jack, that first run you had to the goal line before the snap, it looked like you walked up to the line and made a change there. What what did you see in the defense that inspired that change and had you take the ball yourself? Yeah, I mean, it was just another another one of the plays. I mean, Coach Lenang gives me a couple of plays in my head. Uh, and just based off of the week of preparation, I know versus certain looks uh, to run this player, to run that play. And they gave us the look to run, to run that, the quarterback run right there. And just great job by Zeke, great job by the offensive line. Uh, Dalton on that play, just letting me get to the edge, uh, get around and just use my feet. But uh, great execution there. Was it more emphasis to run tonight? Uh, as, as I continue to say, I mean, you go into some games and, and, and it's about knowing that they're going to allow the quarterback run. And sometimes they're not. But... 
was your was highlight? That, I was about to say, it was a good highlight. Did I score? <laughs> Perfect. Uh, who knows? I mean, not, not necessarily. I know you don't care who you play next week, but it could be Armageddon in your hometown. Are you prepared if all things fall right? Uh, a little Louisiana uh, showdown? Yeah, of course. Uh, obviously, I already played that, this, that team once. Um, but, yeah, if that's what it is, I uh, just know the excitement to be able to go down there into their place, as you said, my home state. Uh, but it's all business going down there, uh, and it's about the Dallas Cowboys going to take care of business. Dak, did again, you prove anything to yourself in this win? Say again? Did you prove anything to yourself in this win? No, not at all. Again, you and your teammates stepped up in the fourth quarter. What was that mentality? Describe it for us. Yeah, I mean, just something that we've been able to do all season long, uh, and then throughout the season, even in different games, just, um, just sticking together. Uh, something that we preach, but... Uh, when you have the type of men that we have that like to be around each other, like to uh, have that camaraderie, when you get into games like this, uh, you lock arms and you tighten up, and you know it's, it's battle. Uh, and so that's, that's just the team we have, the offense we have. And guys are going out there, as I've continued to say, guys want to make those plays to win the game and want the ball in their hands. And when you have a number of guys like that on an offense or just on a team, uh, you give yourself a chance, and that's what we do uh, every week. And tonight was no difference. How ready do you think Zeke was after sitting out last week against the Giants? Uh, he was ready. I mean, Zeke's re ready every week. Uh, he told me following that game, uh, last week's bro, it's not fun sitting there on the sideline. I was like, yeah, I know it's it's not at all. So uh, knowing him saying that, knowing he was going to come back this week in preparation and practice, uh, getting ready for it, was going to be on fire as he was, uh, and then it all paid off tonight. Dak, what's it taken for you and Amari to gel the way that you have without training camp, missing those month or two together in the regular season? Why has it worked so quickly for you two? Yeah, because he's a great receiver that gets separation. Uh, simple as that. He makes my job easy. And when you run routes like he does, you prepare, you study your opponent like he does. Uh, he gets open, as you saw tonight. I mean, majority of those catches he had, he was he was open, and it was because the way he ran his route, the way he set him up. Uh, so credit to that guy making making that transition in the middle of the season easy, giving us momentum uh, and helping this offense and team. Tank told us he learned during acrobat tonight. Did you already know that? Uh, not necessarily, but uh, yeah, th that's a tankism right there. Uh, hey, Roz and the family, thank y'all. <laughs> Congratulations, Dad. Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott after his first playoff victory. The Cowboys win 24-22 mm. with former Dallas Cowboy Jesse Holly. I am Ari Tepkin. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage. Yes, indeed. That was good. That was good right there, man. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to the nation. Hey, <clears throat> it is what it is at this point. It is what it is at this point. Let's see what we got here. Uh big boy <laughs> appreciate you all man um i can't make this stuff up i cannot make this stuff up uh, all we got to do is continue to play our style of football we got three more games and uh, whether it's uh down in new orleans whether it's all the way in la whether they wherever they play at we just got to get that w and then we got to face whoever we got to face from there it could be possible there are 10 spots open here, and he's a great coach. Yes, martial law and Cowboys Nation. Yes, man, what's up, man? Appreciate you all for tuning in to the mix, man. Um, <clears throat> let me see what we got over here. All right. Appreciate everybody for being part of this thing. Uh, you already know uh, all we got to do is concentrate and take one game at a time. Dak Prescott, let me just go ahead and break down what he said. Basically, he took over the game. He told the, uh, the, the, the chemistry is developing between him and number 13. This is, this is their first year. That's the craziest part, right? 
I can only imagine next year. <laughs> and then on top of that, if you add the fact that, um, oh, oh I, I could talk about Connor William as well, Cody. Connor William played a solid game. He he looks like uh, he he protected Dak Prescott pocket was real great. It was it was great this today. It was just that what the left side collapse when they did like a twist stunt. Frank uh, was it Frank Clark was able to skate get up the middle. That was the only play. So <laughs> blue collar says, "Shut up and take this Dak." <laughs> that would be crazy. Just saying, man. Appreciate you, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation, man, on the Periscope. Yes, indeed, man. Oh, I can't wait. I might have to. Uh, I thought I thought I had some food over there. I ain't had nothing to eat. I'm gonna have to go when it when this thing is over with. I might have to go to the IHOP or a Waffle House or a Danny's or something like that. I'm gonna have to eat me a, a, a big old steak. <laughs> eat me a steak about the size of y'all back. That's what I'm gonna eat because this is victory. It's Saturday. It, the night is still young. I want you guys, if you're in Texas area, go to Texas Live, show up and be up, party. Lay, we got to parlay around here, man. We got to. Yes, indeed. We're going we gonna to tune back in to 105.3 to fan. Uh, although, I'm just waiting for the players' interview. And we listen to what they got to say from here and there. Shout, shout out to them. As Jason Garrett would say, we'll play them in the parking lot. We'll play him in the, the gymnasium. I thought The Rock said that. It doesn't matter where it we play. It doesn't matter where we play, baby. We play in. Tank Lawrence, another Tank Lawrence type game. Had six tackles, two tackles for loss, one quarterback hit. He was. It don't matter how what you think about Tank Lawrence. <laughs> That's how they're supposed to do. They're supposed to bring some energy to this thing. <laughs> he ran freely in that week three matchup, Russell Wilson, and. Look, Russell Wilson was effective running the football. He's he's tremendous throwing the ball with some of those throws and catches they had. But, I mean, they held him in check. He missed throws. He was not as good and as polished as we're used to seeing Russell Wilson be. Well, listen, that doesn't happen just because. That's because the defense made it difficult for him. Yep. Russell Wilson is not a, a young guy. He's a veteran who can make all the throws and make all the plays. But this defense came out. They were physical. Uh, they were sound. They were sound in a lot of their uh, of their approach today, and it made it very hard for Russell Wilson to be as good as he would like to be on this type of on this type of night. We'll hear from Zeke Elliott coming up. The post game show brought to you by yeah. Susan G. Komen. Zeke. Learn how the Dallas Cowboys and Susan G. Komen are fighting to end breast cancer. Visit Komen.org forward slash I promise. All right, Zeke Elliott in a moment, but first let's hear from a member of that defense, a guy that was a diamond in the rough found yeah. after being released from the Tennessee Titans practice squad. Bob Will McClay, the Cowboys found him. Here's Chris Arnold catching up with Antoine Woods after the Antoine Cowboys victory. Antoine Wood, barbecue Antoine Woods. Antoine Wood, can you talk about this big playoff victory for the Cowboys? Crowd going wild out there. Uh, it's just another W and another football game. <laughs> Seemed like everybody was pretty excited because you guys, it was a tough fight all the way. Can you talk about how Seattle battled out there? I mean, that's just Coach Carroll and that atmosphere. Uh, they, since he's been there, uh, they're going to fight. They're going to play hard. They're going to be hyped. But uh, at the end of the day, um, when the clock says zero, we was victorious, so we won the game. First half, you guys, the, the hot boys in particular, y'all held the Seattle Vontae rushing attack to 22 yards. Yeah. They only had the ball for 10 minutes. Yeah. I know y'all feeling good at halftime. Uh, I mean, halftime is not the end of the ball game. So, yeah, it felt good, but we didn't even think about it. We know that we had to play four quarters to beat a good team like that. So, yeah. Can you say anything about the crowd out there, how loud they were in the whiteout? Oh, man, shout out to the fans, man. Definitely was helpful. Uh, it was good. Swadwoods, 
Joining Chris Arnold of the Dallas Cowboys postgame show, Mark Temkin, along with Jesse Holly. Again, Zeke Elliott in a moment, but first, Russell Wilson was held a negative eight yards passing in the first quarter. Credit the negative eight to Antoine Woods, <laughs> who made the play, tackling Chris Carson on a screen pass behind the line of scrimmage to give him the negative eight for the first quarter. The human log is what Rob Marinelli calls him, and he has definitely been a huge bright spot for this Cowboys defense. Uh, scouting and coaching comes to mind when you look at a guy like Antoine Woods. He was fourth on the depth chart in training camp. And the first thing we heard about Antoine Woods was that he punched Zach Martin in the face <laughs> in practice. And we all thought to ourselves, Get this rid of guy's out of here. He's, he did what? He's out of here. And what did they do? They promoted him. <laughs> he started playing first more. First string. <laughs> but that's the type of toughness that this Cowboys yep. have been displaying yep. all year long on defense. You heard Tank say it. Punch him in the mouth. Well, Antoine Woods was the first one to start punching folks in the mouth. So he already had that mentality. And that thing has just trickled all over that defense, whether it be Tyrone Crawford or Randy Gregory or Tank Lawrence or Leighton Vanderbilt or Jalen Smith. They all have that punch him in the mouth type of mentality. And they all want yeah. to go out there and be tough and be physical. They no longer want to be the liability of this team. For a long time, the defense was a liability of the Dallas Cowboys. And now they are the, they are the backbones of this football team, and it's because of guys like the human log, uh, Antoine Woods, and guys like Tank Lawrence, because they come out and they have that aggressive attitude every single down that they want to dominate their opponent every single opportunity that they can get. Zeke Elliott also held up his end of the bargain along with that defense. Zeke Elliott, 26 carries, 137 yards, and a <laughs> touchdown, added four receptions for 32 yards, and after the game, he caught up with our own Chris Yes, Arnold. let's listen to Zeke. Zeke, how does it feel to get your first NFL playoff victory? Uh, it feels great, you know, just the way we did it, uh, who we did it against. You know, the Seahawks have been a team that, you know, we haven't been able to beat. Me and Dak haven't beat the Seahawks in a regular season. And so just being able to come here at home and, and get this win, and uh, um, just this feels great, you know. I'm excited for this team. Can you talk about that first half grind? It, it reminded me of the Saints game because you guys dominated the clock, but you weren't getting the points on the board. Uh, yeah, I mean, in the first half, you know, we were getting some movement. We were moving the ball, some positive plays, but uh, we kept getting hurt by by getting penalties, and uh, and so um, that, that's what we talked about coming out uh, first half and just uh, focus on coming in the second. What do you think was the biggest play of the game? Second half was that deck touchdown, or maybe your run? I would say uh, biggest play of the game was not Dak's touchdown, but the one before it, which basically was a touchdown. Though. So uh, I mean, Dak, I mean, he did his thing today. Um, played like a grown man. Uh, I mean, I'm glad to be his teammate. Man, he's a hell of a leader, hell of a player, and uh, you know, I can't can't wait to uh, go on some more games with this guy. And finally, can you talk about this crowd and the whiteout and the noise? Oh man. Uh, crowd did a thing today cowboy nation came out uh wearing all white they were loud they uh they changed the game themselves and whenever you can have you know uh home your fans change the game uh i mean it's big and so i want to thank all all of them for you know coming out and uh cheering so hard and uh, we're gonna go get get a couple more wins for them another tremendous performance by the great player zeke elliott 26 carries 137 yards and a touchdown had a long of 44 also had four receptions for 32 so 30 touches for yep. Zeke. Mm. Save some more for next week. The divisional round. Cowboys move on. Seahawks go home. 24-22. Coming up next. You know, Jerry Jones takes a lot of criticism. Yes. But the Cowboys winning this playoff game, being in this position, very much attributable to Jerry Jones. 
How about Jason Garrett? How much credit does he yes, get? We'll discuss indeed. that Let's next. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Yes, indeed. Good stuff right here from them, um, especially the interview with Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, his ability to, uh, to I guess, galvanize the defense and shred the defense and things like that to catch, capture the edge. Man, that play, when he got around to the edge, I'm sitting here at the edge of my seat saying, okay, is there a flag? Is there a flag on the play? Because that's all we look for. We can't really get crunk like we're supposed to be because it's always a flag, right? Yeah, one nation under God. Yes, you're right. And then on top of that, uh, the, the big play from Tavon Austin. Man, can you imagine if we were able to get that quote-unquote touchdown? Man, how crazy this would be. Yes, this is revenge from 2006. Like I said before, revenge is like the sweetest joy next to getting you know what. You know what I mean? And we deserve to have this. This is a good feeling inside. Um, <clears throat> that stiff arm was nasty as well. Yes, yes, that stiff arm. He, hey, he gave the man a high five and said, okay. Now, let me throw you to the ground. Let me baptize you right now. Let me show you what the path of the righteous man is all about. <laughs> so, so with that being said, man, that, that was everything. That was everything here. Yeah, appreciate you, Tokyo, Texas. Thank you for making the donation to help grow the nation. Yeah, he said, do a breakdown on Dak Prescott or the offensive line. I will definitely do that. I will definitely do that. Yes, indeed. Look at the man over there. Yes. <laughs> yes, we definitely do that. Thank you for making this uh, donation, man. Um, this is the thing. Tavon, all we got to do now is when this happened next week, he should be even more crispier, right? He should be even more sharper out there on the field. Man, it can be one of those things where we can say to ourselves, man, this Tavon Austin, he in it. He's in it to win it. <laughs> he is. See if I can do this right here. Appreciate everybody, man. I got to unlock this right here. We're going to go back to what they, let's see if they got this uh, thing talking Jake over here. Lewis, take care of still all. on commercial break. Pretty appreciate you guys for being part of the nation. Let me see if I can move this around right here. For some reason, all right, and move that down a little bit. Who would you rather play next week? I would rather play either or of these people, man. It don't matter to me. Yes. Who we got over here? <clears throat> Thanks for making another donation to help grow the nation. Yes, it is what it is at this point. Let's see what we can do. Thank you all for tuning in to the nation. All we got to do is continue to focus and concentrate on things we need to do. One game at a time. Patriots for life says Cowboys lost. No, we, we, we got that W. You know what I mean? Dak is Obama. He fixed more than the eyes can see. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, I'd rather play the Saints. This is from Tokyo, Texas. Um, we we got to be ready to play whoever we play. Uh, to me personally, I like the Dallas Cowboys on not on grass. I like us uh, basically. Uh, it's just my preference. I like us better inside the dome. Uh, I think that Tavon will be faster. Ezekiel Elliott will be faster. It's just out in grass to me personally. It's just me, my personal preference. I would rather for us to be inside a dome. Uh, although LA is nice, small, feels like a high school or middle school or, or a small JUCO college out there. But we got a lot of people. We got a lot of people out there in the Texas area, well, in the LA area that, that roots and support the Cowboy Nation because we just that strong, right? <laughs> Might have Shango out there. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 
on car insurance. The Cowboys win 24-22. It is the narrowest point differential in a playoff win for the Dallas Cowboys since a win over the 49ers on December 23rd, 1972. So, how's your heart, Brad Sham? Oh, great. It's good. It's very good. Snug Brad Sham in on I mean, you know, when they, when they were up 24 to 14, I thought, okay, I, I mean, I don't think you can screw this up. And, they, near, uh, they almost did. Well, I mean, you know, you, you just, it's the NFL. It's right. like the Arena League. Um, it, it, it's you're someone's going to score on you, so you you just can't presume that it's over. You don't have to give up a fifty yard pass, but they did, uh, and then they were able to get the onside kick. And it doesn't matter how you won, because they did a lot of things right. They did some things wrong. Yeah. They've got to clean some things up. I'm surprised that Jesse is in such positive spirits with Grant Hill walking around this place tonight the way he was. <laughs> well, you know. I- I like his father a lot. Okay. So because of that, he gets a pass. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. He, gets, he gets a pass. Because he he's pass. a big Cowboy fan. Yeah, I know. I mean, of course. Yeah. Jesse's a big Duke fan, obviously. <laughs> oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> no, I mean, they did a lot of good things tonight. They did Obviously, they did some things that need correcting. But there's so many little plays. You know what was a big play? Brett Maher tackling their kick returner on, yeah. that, on that return. Oh, Joe Thomas. On, Joe on one Thomas. Where it looked like. Lockett had some space. I mean, little things like that. Right. Th- those are game changers. Just like their guy, Nico Thorpe, made an unbelievable play to knock that punt down at the two, mm-hmm. and that almost changed things the other way. When you look at the coaching aspect of this thing, and I'm always of the mindset that a coach should be able to win you a game or two throughout the course of a season. How would you how would you rate Jason's coaching ability in this game today? I thought it was pretty good. I, I, I thought it, I thought it was pretty good today. They just won a playoff game. I, I know. I thought against it was pretty the good team today. that doesn't lose. I, I would say Appreciate good. Money I would say really good. Appreciate it. He okay. had him ready to play. Uh, there's nothing strategic that I can think of that I would question. Off the top of my head, I'd have to. Did, what was there something you didn't like? Well, I, I didn't like the 58 yard field goal. Oh, I know, and I said that at the time. I didn't like that. Babe said, do this, and I said, don't do this. Right. I I thought, punt them. That's what I said. Pin them back, make them draw the length of the field. If they're going to score a point, they're going to do it that way. I just think you're, and I have felt that way. And I know he made a 62-yarder a few weeks ago. I didn't like that uh, because I think it puts the whole team in a a tough. Now, you got a pretty good defense. Right. uh, But you, you could have them at the 15 instead of, and yet they held them. As I recall, they did not score off that possession. Or if they did, they oh, just they kicked a field, field goal. goal. They got a field goal. So, but no, I would, I would not do that, and I'd be very hesitant to do that, especially at that, at that time of the game. But to me, this is, this is a well-coached team because yep. they are ready to play. They believe in the message they hear, and they execute yep. it. It's yep. not an accident that they are able to put a good play behind them and a bad play behind them and move on. Brad, this was fun. Let's do it again next week. Good. I think you said that before yeah. on the pregame show, and I think that I agreed. And uh, let, let's do that. Now, would you? Are we going to do it on Saturday or Sunday? Doesn't matter. L.A. or New let's Orleans? Do it. Are you Are you asking me? <laughs> Go Eagles. I I am able to sustain. For three hours, go Eagles. <laughs> My friend Merrill Reese, the 42-year voice of the Eagles, texted me after the game. He said, congratulations. 
We've got a tough one tomorrow. I said, and I'm pulling for you. Wow. I'm pulling for you. So everybody understands, if the Eagles win tomorrow, Cowboys are in L.A. on Saturday. Bears win tomorrow, Cowboys win New Orleans on Sunday. Greatest thing in the world is, and and I'm fortunate enough to have been through this a few times, that what you realize somewhere around midweek when you go back in for practice, almost everybody's not playing anymore. Yeah. And you're still working. Mm. Brad Sham, voice of the Dallas Cowboys. They're back at the divisional round. Brad, appreciate your time. We'll talk to you next week. It's Brad Sham joining us. Today's game between the Seattle Seahawks and the Dallas Cowboys brought to you by Bank of America, the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll get to the Garrett, Jerry, how much credit should both of them get? Obviously, Jerry, a ton. We'll get into all that, plus Jason Garrett and the Chris Richard situation as well. Mickey Spagnola is next. Mickey, you're Dallas Cowboys for. Radio Network. So, uh, my guy Brad Sham, he really want the Eagles to win. That will prompt, that that will shoot them down there to New Orleans, and then on top of that, if uh, that that will shoot us over to the uh, L.A. Rams, we'll play Saturday opposed to a Sunday, and then uh, that will be a greatest game. We got to figure out a way to win that game, and then ultimately, if the Eagles beat the Saints, they can be we can be right back in Dallas. That would be crazy, right? That would be so crazy for us to have another home game in Dallas. And it will be Dallas versus the Eagles uh, for the uh, NFC, well, I guess, NF, it was NFC uh, champion game. So, championship game. And then uh, we'll beat the Eagles and we go off to the Super Bowl. It sounds just that easy, right? We go off to the Super Bowl and we, we, we play the Patriots because the Patriots are going to make it all the way through the Super Bowl there. And um, it will be the fact that we'll beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And that's crazy. We'll beat down the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And it will be like, hey, the Patriots lost to the Giants. They lost to the Eagles. And they lost to the Cowboys. Everybody in NFC East, who they call NFC least, uh, beat the Patriots. Minus the uh, Redskins. That would be nice. <laughs> Dano, shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Ernie Smith. Uh, let me know if that scenario works out for you all, for you all mental. Let me know. <laughs> that would be crazy, right? <laughs> we would not be able to uh, hold ourselves together if that were to happen in those sequences of events. We get another home game, and then we, we snap it up, and we get another win and victory and this sort of thing and get us hosting the Lombardi Trophy. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. Oh, Dallas Cowboys versus the Chiefs. <laughs> Patriots are not going to the Super Bowl, Paul. Hey, but think about this. You know, they they like to call the Patriots the America's team, the new America's team versus the real America's team, you know. And then we meet them up and we just beat them down. It will be nice. It will be good for our presses and all this stuff. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Then we can put on there, we the America's most wanted, right? (laughs) <laughs> but I'm just playing with you guys. Uh, all we got to do is uh, figure out who's going to win tomorrow, and we'll focus on either either, either it will be the New Orleans Saints or the L.A. Rams one game at a time. That's so all we got to do is figuring out things in those scenarios. That will be the best scenario, though, uh, us having at least one more home game. But let's see what they have to say a little bit more. Appreciate everybody for tuning in the nation. Don't forget, guys, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, let people know where they can go to watch Cowboys content. It's always here at Law Nations. Uh, also, Vaj Lombardi at Mark Holmes, Page, Footstick King, Shango Live, everywhere, man. We, we, we just about everywhere. We're covering all four corners of the world almost, right? <laughs> 
And if I omit or left anybody out, my Cowboys family, yeah, hit them up too. We got a tons of time. DMV Cowboys. We got everybody. Um, who do you guys want to play? I, I'm telling you guys who Brad Sham want to play. I'm still in the middle. I, I, I'm not saying that I want to play the L.A. Rams and I want to play the Saints. I'm, I'm saying to me collectively, I don't care who we play. We just got to show up and show out and pee out. Yes, uh, we want Adrian Soto say he want L.A. Uh, Paul said, thanks for the channel, man. Appreciate it. He said, love the channel. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in. Saints, about, how about them boys? Yes. We'll see. What's up with Facebook? Whipper Hunter. Uh, Facebook is down. They Thanos snap my Facebook account. <laughs> Beat LA. That sounds good. Uh, who else? How about them Cowboys? That's cool. That's cool as well. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Whomever. That's what I'm talking about. You put down a whomever. They all can get a little bit of it, right? They all can get a little piece of this action. They about that action, they get a little bit of the action, right? <laughs> Spiffy AC, shout out to you. He says, uh, I guess he's talking to somebody. You know, we, we welcome everybody. Those who really want to throw in their jerseys and put on their silver and blue, they can. They can jump on in here. They can parlay around here. Those uh, those Seattle Seahawks fans that say, you know what, I don't like Pete Carroll at this time. I really like the Ezekiel Elliott. I was a fan back in the 90s and stuff like that. They can come back, you know, because you know the original Legion of Boom and all this stuff. They pulled some of the Cowboys fans, the fickle ones. We, we always, we always would take you back with open arms, you know. It's just that. It's different between being real and being fickle. You just goes into the fickle category. So we would take you back. There's no, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you just have grow the nation one way or another, right? So for those who don't who don't love the Cowboys, who don't like the Cowboys, who want to just jump back on, hey, there's, there's plenty of room left. It, it, it will, the door is always open. Yes, indeed. So they playing two, two steps. <laughs> Superdome finna be the loudest and we have ever seen. Yeah. Call it a Superdome for a reason, right? But uh, we faced him before. Yeah, they still talking about Sierra. I can't play that beat in the background. Background, but let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Really appreciate everybody. Uh, did, did did anybody predict this score? Eric Dickerson picked the Cowboys. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, headline: Cowboys Rams. L.A. Hard man. That would be nice. Uh, we used to practice out there in L.A. So there's a lot of people, man. <laughs> really appreciate you for tuning in. Never a doubt, Mick. 24-22, Cowboys go. win. There we go. That's I what I told you for. that before the game, right? 23-21. It was him, 23-21. one point each well, way. I thought Dak played his best game of his career probably <laughs> last week, and I don't know that this was better from a passing standpoint, but just the plays that he made, the times he made them, had that drive, you know, in a minute in, at, at the close of the first half, the third and 14 in the red zone that sealed the game. Just the plays that needed to be made were made by the quarterback tonight. Here's what everybody needs to get over. He wins. Yeah. All right? Let's not worry about the final stats. The guy wins games. Uh, what was the stat going into this game? Russell Wilson had never lost the first-round game in the playoffs. Well, he lost. Mm -hmm. uh, and it wasn't just Dak. It was Zeke. It was Mari Cooper. Mm -hmm. uh, the defense, the number one rushing offense in the league. We, I kept hearing about all week. They ran for 73 yards. And one right? was 28. And Yeah. And, and so 
when you shut that yeah. down, now I know they leak some some plays in the in the passing game, and you certainly don't uh, like that. But they held this team that was scoring uh, quite a few points to. They would have held them to 20 points if it wasn't for the two point conversions that they had to try. They would have been kicking extra points, right? Uh, and they probably wouldn't have been going for it on fourth down as many times as they were uh, if Janikowski didn't uh, get hurt. And maybe he shouldn't have a 40 year old kicker (laughs) his hamstring just blew out goodness gracious so anyway yeah back to Dak I mean he just makes plays when he has to make plays and you know sometimes it's not pretty and you see a pass and you go oh where's that and then he takes off on uh, third and 14 and goes for 16 and you know somersaults almost into the end zone for a touchdown so uh, I, I just think you have to understand how he plays and what he does in the clutch uh, and that was that was it. This whole this whole game was almost a m- microcosm of the whole season. Yep. You know, no, great point. You, you you you're you're struggling. You're playing well. You're struggling. You got to come back. You got to keep your composure. And you know, I thought Jason Garrett said it. The mental toughness of this team over the last eight games showed up in this game because you had to grind this out. And it wasn't easy. The the second half of the season wasn't easy. You know, and then you give up. I don't know what they were thinking about Byron Jones on that long pass. I mean, that's the only thing you can't do, right? You can't give up that, right? You can't no, give that up. What are you, you doing? How do you how do you get beat off the, off the line? Or who, I mean, I don't know if he thought he had help on the backside, but that's a lot of ways to go for uh, your free safety. He's already way back. So, uh, but other than that, leaking that, I mean, they, they they had held them to 14 points, 13 points, actually, and they had to keep going for two. So uh, somehow, some way, they pulled it out, and that's kind of been, uh, you know, the, kind of been this team's personality. And now you get to go one more time. And, you know, who knows what happens going forward. Uh, you got to go on the road, and you're going to play a couple teams that uh, have been playing pretty well the whole season long. So... Uh, but you get one more opportunity, uh, as Demarcus Lawrence said. Mickey, appreciate it. We'll okay. talk to you next sure. week. Sure, absolutely. Don't stay up too late. Enjoy your day off tomorrow. Yeah, Sunday, right? <laughs> now I'll take a half a day off, and then when that second game starts, you got to monitor it to see what's going on the next day. Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com. We'll make sure to read all week to hear what it, what's going on leading up to the division round next week, either Saturday or Sunday. Again, if it's New Orleans... It'll be Saturday. If it's L.A., it'll be Sunday um, with Jesse Holly. I am Ari Temkin. Dak Prescott has played in 50 career games. That's 16 games in three seasons and two playoff games. He's 33 wins in 50 career games. He gets his first career playoff win tonight, a 24-22 victory. The Dallas Cowboys move on. Uh, your phone calls, your texts flooding in, 877-881-1053. The fan, uh, y'all check them out. Uh, I'm about to get me some shut eye. I need to give me some food. I'm gonna put some food in my body. I haven't ate anything. Uh, I really appreciate everybody for being part of the mix. Hey, we won, we got the W. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Don't forget to hit that like button, hit that share button, subscribe to the channel, and let people know where they can go if they want to listen to the nation. Guys, all we got to do, don't worry about who we play tomorrow. We play, well, not tomorrow, but next week. Whoever we play next week, 
we just be ready for there. You know, I, I would try to do uh, some film breakdowns of uh, of Dak Prescott and the offensive line and how well they played and uh, what Cheeto Woozy needed to work on and Byron Jones how uh, he was not able to. Because um, I heard some people saying that they, it, Byron Jones scares them and uh, and I'm gonna do like some. It's, it's gonna be critical a little bit, not too not too bad not not too bad of a critical on Byron Jones and Cheeto. But it's going to be critical enough where we can see some positive and we can see some. And I try to read every each and every last one of you guys' comments and uh, leave feedback too. Uh, I need some honest feedback of the show, of the channel, of the flow of everything. Is it too long? Is it too short? Do you like the uh, the comment section to my left? Do you like the little outlay to my right? And uh, Things like that. Anything that we need to work on, improve on. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Don't forget. If you have a friend, neighbor, or foe, let them know where to go. Peace. I can't leave without the music, though. I definitely cannot leave without the music. <laughs> yes, let's go. I'm hungrier than four fat mans at a food fight right now. We got to eat something. Cowboy Nation, I got to feed. Y'all got to feed the nation. Let's go. Shot the shot gun. Y'all lost. Y'all lost. <laughs> Super Bowl, here we go, right? Peace. I go, I go. I got to say this before I go too. My phone have yet to ring. Now, if we were to lose, my phone would have been just a rattling over here. See how them haters be hating? I'm talking to my family members now. They don't know how they forgot my phone number. So now I got to call them and tell them how about them cowboys. That's crazy. They're not even calling me, man. They're respecting my time now. But when we lose, all of a sudden, my phone be just tap dancing around because it be on vibrate. That's crazy. Let me know if you guys go, go through the same issue. Cowboys lose, everybody call you. Cowboys win, nobody call you. I have yet to see a call to come through right now. That's crazy. I guess they respecting my time right now, right? <laughs> Y'all feel me? Y'all feel me? <laughs> How about them cowboys?
<laughs> Finish the fight, baby. Yeah. They ain't calling us now. They ain't calling us now. Nobody calling the Cowboys when we win, right? They only call when we lose. That's crazy. <laughs>